Welcome to A Chat with Benedetta, featuring our founder, Julia Fowler. In this podcast, we discuss everything you need to know about skincare, who and why Benedetta, and how to get the best use out of your Benedetta products for vibrant, timeless skin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to A Chat with Benedetta. Uh, Julia and I are back and we are uh, going to continue our story because last time we were talking a lot about the really sort of difficult early days of, you know, when you were first getting into, you know, your failed partnership, your sabotage. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't failed. You didn't do anything wrong. Um, but, and then as we know, Benedetta now exists. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that you went on to create Benedetta successfully. But what was your thought process during that? Like, how were you able to pull yourself out of that? Because it's one thing mm-hmm. to, you know, in those situations to say, well, I'm going to start again and I'm going to create this. But in the moment, mm-hmm. I imagine that was difficult. I, I think I relived the past. I think I had a lot of regret for not being, you know, I think up to that point, I didn't have the life lessons to to know how to react to something like this. And I think that even though other people were loud and clear, there's something going on here and you need to be aware of it. I think the fear involved with that actually happening, uh, I, I couldn't reconcile in my brain. So when it actually did happen, I really did feel like I went down this hole and I think yesterday I, I talked about, you know, looking, you know, through a tunnel of darkness and just seeing a speck of light and knowing from my own practice in life to just focus on that. Of course, I called up some friends and support um, that were, you know, 500 miles away and, and, and one of my dear friends for many years who's a naturopathic genius doctor you know, said, you see that light just, it's going to expand and this is going to be behind you. You know, just focus on the light, focus on what you want to do. But I have to say, you know, within a few days of that, I I wound up um, driving down, not driving, but flying down south just to be with my support team. Um, For me, I don't don't think I had a a nervous breakdown, but sometimes I'll say I I basically went into a a nervous breakdown. Um, But for me, it was more physical. You know, I found that I couldn't turn my neck. (laughs) And I I literally needed some body work and some acupuncture at that time and, and went down there to just kind of make sense. And, you know, people, when you have any kind of tragedy, you want to be around those that... Um, think can help support you um, and you know my husband allowed me to not allowed me but you know I had two and a half year old twins and you know an eight-year-old um, it's not like I could leave that long but you know I I needed that um, but in returning I remember reaching out to people that I'd known in the industry for years and years and it was a very interesting time there were those that um, really didn't want to get involved. They didn't know what was going on when we were up here. And I thought, wow, this is, I think, more than, than the tragedy of somebody being so heartless and cruel and doing this uh, is having anyone not believe that it actually happened, you know, or not wanting to get involved. So it really did separate, you know, those who I, I felt 
you know, were friends and those who I felt really weren't, you know, and I think by and large people can't relate to something like that, you know, it's something that happens to other people or, oh gee, that's a bummer, but you know, uh, partnerships do that. And it's like, this isn't about irreconcilable indifferences. This is about a, a true, you know, thievery. Mm -hmm. This is a thief. I did not give her my knowledge and my expertise to not benefit from it. Um, and I really didn't feel that support that way. I would say that the best support I got was not just the don't step on or step over her, but from friends who said, what have you been doing for the last you know, five years uh, formulating these products, then you need to just move forward. But personally, I did not really have the support. Um, family was looking at me going, you know, just let it go. You don't need to do this. You've been putting all this effort into this, for, you know, for the last five years. Uh, you know, you've got these beautiful children, just raise your kids. But I really felt at a loss. So for me, to get over the outrage, which, you know, you have to kind of reconcile that in life. You know, who are you? What do you want to be? Do you want to be a hater? Do you want to live in this forever? I mean, I couldn't, you know, that was tough. I, I admit it. But the, the restitution, the vindication would be, and I knew this, my own success, was to create what I had already created um, and to really look at the light, you know, look at the goal. Um, and the first thing was in reaching out to friends, you know, they would, you know, they were there to support, but often, you know, somebody would ask, including my mother, you know, well, how do you feel? You know, let's just forget about all the, all, you know, the partnership and the sabotage and the evil doer, you know, let's talk about what you did create and what you're going to create, and how does that make you feel? And I found myself in a short period of time saying to many people, I just feel really blessed. You know, I don't want to look at somebody who took and stole and it wasn't theirs and did it for years. And I was noticing the signs. So, you know, going back to that beginning of this conversation, I had to forgive myself. Mm. I really beat myself up for a lot of years. And I think, because I'm such a verbal person, the more I talked about it, it was either good or bad, depending on the receiver of this information, you know? But I would hear, you know, from, oh, you just have to forgive in life and everything comes back to you. And I go, yeah, well, you don't understand what, what it feels like, you know, and, and get angry about that. But it really was, I could not, I couldn't have imagined moving in my life without taking the, the incredible amount of hours, the painstaking development. You know, I always use the cleanser because the cleanser had like three different separations the first day I created it, you know? The meditation process, the chemical process, you know, of, you know, first, you know, if people, people have heard my story, I always look at botanical families, I look at how they grow, where they grow, and how they unify. And then I look at what is the end goal for the anatomy of the skin and the histology of the skin and marry them together. That's a fair amount of meditative process. And then I take the chemistry behind it to see if it's cohesive, 
you know, if it's stable, if it's non-crisis producing, you know, I don't use a lot of phenol or harsh oil. So that, that took years, honestly, you know. It took a trust in another to be able to support this and have a partnership, but I was the one that was creating this in honorability to that partnership. I wasn't alone in this. There were two of us, and I had to make sure, even in spite of having twins and no help and nursing in the middle of the night, I'm sitting there with a the sketchbook, you know, with my binder, uh, you know, formulating. And the second I'd get them to sleep, I mean, I, I think I had an hour sleep in a month in the beginning, you know? So I had all of that to reconcile in my brain, you know? So it was incredible strength and surrender, I would say, and something that I think I learned earlier on living in an ashram and, and kind of, you know, was a monastic order. And those friends of mine that I still have and I will have my whole life that I lived with, or maybe we didn't live in the same house, but we were of the same practice, you know, they would give me this information. In fact, the man who said, you know, just focus on that light, focus on that light, you know, if it's a speck, it's just going to grow, you know. I mean, that's a metaphor for life, you know. We need to just focus on what is right. And, you know, there were demons in my life. There were sleepless nights and me not feeling like I, you know, I was always uh, there for my children, but emotionally I think I would left the building, you know. It was tough. Um, but I remember, uh, you know, my father-in-law, my mother, my husband, it's like, you've got, you know, let's just focus on your family. And sometimes I look back at that. It's not like I didn't focus on my family. I'm a very hands-on mom, but you know, I, I couldn't let this go. I had to create Benedetta. And, you know, when Marcel said that to me, you know, he said, you've, you've been doing this for so long. Just, just continue to do it. So, you know, I did get a cease and desist. You know, the lawyer at least did that. And basically, this isn't yours. You know, this is mine. I created this for both of us. And if you are dissolving this, you, you've already done enough damage but these formulas, the names of these formulas, and the content of which, by which they um, will help others is not yours and you can't use them. Now, that's easier said than done. And part of the reason why I'm kind of coming out with this information is that she's been continually, you know, damaging on other levels, right? So. It's important for people to know who the authenticity, who the authentic formulator is. So for me, the first thing was to find the name. And I took off, I said, you know what, with the kids and everything going on, my husband came home and I said, I'm driving to the beach. I'm gonna just, I may not come home until the morning. I am not coming home until I come up with the name. And once I have the name, then, everything is going to fall into place after and I did I went to the beach <laughs> I walked along the beach and it got dark and I sat in my car and I meditated and I just I had so many names and I'm not going to mention what they were and but nothing really felt great and that, that was that day I came home and I called a friend and she said how do you feel and 
who, you know, like, who are you? You know, how did this come about that you are this person that makes these products, you know, and why, you know, what is your, your end goal for this? And, and who are the people you're serving? And uh, that, that just that, it, the blessing just kept coming up. I feel blessed. I feel that the formulas are blessed. You know, I'm not a religious person. I'm more of a spiritual person. Um, but it kept coming up. And then, of course, and I've said this story before, my mom called and, you know, she said, you know, Benedetto Bambin. And I said, Benedetta, Mama. You know, and so I made it feminine, which Benedetto is Benedictine, comes from Benedictine. It means to bless. Um, and it's more masculine, and uh, I just, as soon as I put the A on the end, I just went, that's it, that's my name. That's my name. And I, I you know, there was a little seed of doubt that went, I have a name where people can pronounce it. Um, but that's really what happened, and it just felt right. My heart opened up, and I just went, this is a blessed line. It has multiple meanings, and there is an intention behind this and some people might call it to bless or blessing or formulate with love um but that really rings true you know no matter how upset i can be in a day because of you know stress that happens if i have to go into production there's something that always happens before i enter that production you know before i walk into that lab and it's always this is out here and this is an intentful, you know, loving, sacred place. And we, you know, I feel that way about all the raw materials that come in and how they're cared for. And there's definitely um, something blessed about it, you know. And I, I don't really talk about that in marketing because I don't want to be perceived in a different, I don't know, you know, it just doesn't come up. It doesn't really seem practical. Um, and, and people love it, you know, we say, you know, uh, in much of our literature, blessed in Italian, you know, that's fine, and, um, but it really does have multiple meanings, and it just felt beautiful, you know, I come from uh, an Italian mama, and, uh, you know, I was raised by her, and, and, and my dad, but um, really the, the Italian influence in the family was really strong. I mean, I was raised by a community of Italian mamas. And, uh, you know, in my earlier life, Italian was spoken and it was a beautiful thing, honestly. Um, so I think it's just as ingrained in me to, to want to call it that. And uh, then everything shifted for me. Once I got the name, I'm like, good. Now, now how do I get the money? <laughs> so I, I, my local health food store asked if I would be open to working there uh, three days a week while they hired somebody for the department because I would go in there and hang out with them and they actually knew the whole story because in the years prior to this happening, I would go in there and, you know, I was new to the area, so, you know, I go to a health food store, it's a little one, you know, you get to know the people in the health food store, the owners, and I would give them samples. So they were getting samples of cleanser for years and, uh, and giving me feedback. I mean, these people were, 
you know, trained by Dr. Hauschka and every skincare that had any remnants of being clean were sold in their store, right? So I thought these are the best people. And so they saw what had happened and uh, were very supportive of me. And I said, well, I'm gonna do it on my own. And, uh, but I could use some money. So I had already had a job delivering Chinese food on the weekends when my husband was home and when my baby slept. So he'd come home from work, we'd eat dinner, and I'd rush off and go and deliver Chinese food in greater area of Petaluma. <laughs> um, that was really interesting, and that took some strength, I have to say. I remember being really busy and being yelled at because there were so many you know, deliveries, and uh, I remember just crying in the car going, wow. I had thought at this time I'd, I'd have a line of products that were launched, you know, in this grand way. I'd waited for three years to launch it, and this is what it what happened, and now I'm delivering. I mean, sure, I'm human, you know. I, I, but on the other side of that was you can't be a victim. You have to be strong. I think for me, after all of these years, these decades, I think my... I think I did the right thing to focus on the prize, to focus on the care of the line, to focus on my intended user, as I call my customers, you know, and to care for that and make that bigger than anything else in my life. But to say that I ever forgot that somebody got away with this and made a livelihood over what I gave her, and she wound up having more kids, and you know, their kids, I'm, I'm sure, know of me but not who actually I am that's that's a strange thing to hold in your life because I happen to be somebody that loves to speak the truth <laughs> my entire life not always you know my kids are like mom be a little more, more diplomatic when they were young because I get to the bottom of things typically you know if there's a line of people and there's some indiscretion happening uh, for the reason we're in the line and I will be the one to get out of the line go to the front of the line find out what's going on why is the line not moving and then they'll say oh yeah we're closed or whatever, and there's still this line, I'm the one to go out to the line and tell everybody they're closed, you can all leave. So this, is, this has been against my nature. Um, there, and, and there were other people involved. There were people that um, this human being had an association, in fact, started this raw material supplier because of a woman who is unfortunately deceased now um, but because of her good um, um, sources in the essential oil world, um, and she dissolved that partnership as well. And, uh, and different people respond differently, and that person just went off and, and literally ended her business. I mean, it destroyed her business. And, you know, I kept in touch and knew what was going on with her, and, and, and she passed away about five years ago. And, you know, a mutual friend had told me, and we both thought, wow, you know, different people receive this kind of sabotage in different ways. Um, but it, it is bothersome to know that somebody goes off and is accredited with writings. I've been plagiarized by her as well in books. 
there's a, a Mindy Green book out and there's a little um, information on Califilaminophilum. I wrote that. <laughs> so this has come back in other ways, you know. So particularly, and I said this yesterday, you know, that this is an era, you know, astrologically or otherwise, we could see it in, in our politics. This is the time to, to speak your truth, whatever you know it to be. And it, 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 it's not like I've tried to hide, I've tried to preserve and protect, but as it comes up, it's just horrendous to me, you know? And I don't know if I had, I told as many people that would listen within the aromatherapy community but as I said earlier, there were people that just didn't have the wherewithal to, to know. I wasn't really asking for sides. I was asking for people to know the truth. And it didn't really go anywhere, you know. And uh, to, take, to have somebody take credit for what you do and even make money from it consistently over years, you know, is, uh, is strange to me and odd and criminal. And it happens every day, right? So people don't. It's funny how I became a magnet in a way. I would hear about grandfathers. I met someone whose grandfather or great-grandfather created the Cessna plane and that he had been, you know, um, ripped off. And, you know, Tony Perms. And uh, it just, it's, it's amazing. It's a common, common thing. But I think, you know, for that preservation, don't lay down and die, you know, just move forward. And, and create, and actually just prior to launching the line, so that took, oh gosh, another two years to actually create the line, save enough money, and create the first packaging, and it was very exciting. Um, I mean, I was, and, and, and the people around me, and especially, you know, that, that little health food store went under, Food for Thought came into Petaluma, and within a month, the line, my line was on an end cap and everybody there knew the story so that everybody was clapping and you know as I put the end cap but prior to actually there was like one thing after another which now I know everything takes longer it's like building a house or something everything takes so long when you're creating but there was you know, a typo in the labeling and the glass shipment had issues and the pump said it you know I mean it was just one thing after another um, so, but in that time, I had created the control cream. I created both the oils. So I had created three products. In fact, I had created the oils earlier on, um, shortly after uh, the dissolvement. Interestingly enough, I was using it, but I never shared them. And the control cream came to me in a dream in the morning and I remember literally saying, this is after like our second, um, I was gonna say renovations, but our second um, printing of these labels, I said, hold the presses, I have one more coming. <laughs> literally, I got to say, hold the presses. Um, called my graphic artist up and said, I, I have one more and it was such a genius product. I mean, not that I'm a genius, but it, you know, I'm blessed to have been able to receive that and, uh, you know, put it together, put all the botanicals together and went, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> this is really going to work. Um, and yeah, so we, we actually launched, we didn't have the seaweed mask 
and just that was um, almost 23 years ago when we finally launched it. It was February 1st, uh, 1996, and I remember it was at the end of the day, and I was putting everything up, and I can hear people clapping, and there were some sales reps that I knew that came in. Everybody wanted to rep the line. Everyone in that industry wanted to rep the line. I mean, they saw what it was and that nobody had done anything like this, you know? And I knew this. I created this for humans, but I created it for my peers. I mean, I wanted people to be proud of this. I mean, Rosemary Bourbonon, nobody knew what Rosemary Bourbonon was unless you were in the aromatherapeutic industries to know this chemical type of rosemary. And I, I, you know, put it in two products. I mean, it was just beautiful. You know, I'm still super proud of that initial launch. I think we have nine products. Um, the seaweed mask didn't come for another year. Uh, the eye cream didn't come for four. I don't formulate because it's money first. It's always service first. And, uh, you know, I, I saw a need. And then I remember just going, oh, how do I market this? You know, <laughs> I mean, it was just, what do I do now? I felt like it had been, literally, it had been five years, it, you know, since I'd come, you know, to the, to the North Bay. I'm mean, a little over, I guess, because I was six months pregnant. So it was really something, you know, and then it was learning, learning the industry. I knew the health food industry really well. Um, but I, I didn't really understand that particular department, um, in terms of, of skincare. And, uh, so it was really, I thought, well, I'll, wherever Hauschka is, I belong either above or just below. And, um, you know, that, that became a challenge for my reps. That became a challenge. Um, and, and there were challenges, like there should be. You know, so as I raised my kids and, and worked with reps, um, you know, it, it was it was interesting. So in about four, after 14 years, I decided I didn't really want to be wholesale. So we really just changed everything by getting a store in the San Francisco Ferry Building. We'd already been there for five years in another store with a giant hutch in the common area. So we already built a brand there. And in the worst economy in 72 years, um, well, I should bring up that I wasn't being paid, but there was people going under. And so all of my accounts were on terms. So it was really interesting to get a call from the Ferry Building and give them full disclosure about what was going on. Never, never saying I wasn't doing well because we were fine and I held my own, but... Um, you know, there was some other things going on, which is, I don't want to say too many things because that's another sabotage and weirdness. Um, and people will think, I can't believe this, you know? Um, but out of the worst environment and the worst things happening came, we're going to give you a store. You know, oh, I'm sorry to hear that you didn't get paid. Oh, I'm sorry to hear this, you know, but you deserve this. And so there were plans for... Uh, little niche shops uh, throughout the building and I pitched can I just build out my own because this could take you a year and I want to move in right away and they approved it and you know the rest was history so that's that's been really a blessing and really 
helpful to be in the San Francisco Ferry Building. I am very grateful, very grateful for that. And I think the, the future goal, because you asked that, what's the future goal? Mm -hmm. um, I would love to have more stores. I would love to have more stores. You know, we really miss our, our alliance with Los Angeles. You know, having a store in Santa Monica was lovely. Um, so we're hoping to open up another store this year and until I sign my letter of intent and agreement, I don't want to say where it is just yet because, you know, anything could happen. But we've been looking. So, and that this, you know, next door will have treatment rooms. So, you know, I actually literally created Benedetta for the professional. I decided to go into the health food industry because I felt the cleanliness and the organicness, not really a word, what really fit in that industry. And I felt like estheticians just didn't, weren't coming up to speed. Their understanding, I mean, I'd been training estheticians for years earlier, decades earlier, and it was still just way over their head. Um, now it's different. So anybody listening, if you know estheticians that want, you know, a holistic line, and we actually have the Benedetta Holistic Facial, which we did a very candid, um, training video a week ago. So I would love to have more estheticians, you know, move into that direction because then you'd be able to have the Benedetta facial, which is just extraordinary. Um, the effects of it are just gorgeous. I mean, even, um, well, you won't be able to see, most people won't be able to see the training video because it's, it's really for professionals. But um, in having a new store, we will have a treatment room and so people, at least in this area, will be able to come in and, and have the Benedetta Holistic Facial. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean I'm excited for that, too. Yeah. I think it's, um, <clears throat> I, I just really think it's great that we were, we were telling this whole story, Serve, about especially last podcast, we were talking more about, you know, the really dark days of it. <laughs> but then here we are, you're discussing, you know, having a, you know, a second store, a second sort of uh, physical outlet and having a treatment room and everything and I just find that really encouraging I think that you know the the younger you trying to follow that little speck of light would have liked to know that that was on the end of it yeah yeah that's yeah. a sweet way to say it Gabrielle thank you I mean I think about that with with you know I look at you know people have forced me to look at competition I never have I never have. I don't. It's kind of this weird ethic coming out of all of this that I feel I, I don't even want to subliminally copy anybody's image ever. Mm -hmm. I have such a thing about people who copy other companies. And I see it right. all day Understandably, long. too. I see it all day long. I mean, we see it. I, I literally will not buy from a purveyor if I know that they copied somebody else, right? Um, but... You know, I've kind of, you know, every marketing person that we hire, they always want to know who is so similar to you. And sometimes I'll look at it and I'll go, I was their age or younger when I started this process. You know, so don't fault me for being as old as I am now. I, I do. I, I think that sometimes. But uh, so it's beautiful to hear that, you know. And yeah, you know, it's life is challenging. And for whatever reason, you know, you are challenged, but to, you know, to find your way. I felt like 
I needed to create this line. And I am so pleased that I did, you know, because it surpassed anything that I had expected it to do. And I don't think you could copy that. You can't copy that, you know. So, you know, we, we said this in an earlier podcast that we just really want, you know, a level playing field because it is that that, that has come up and I don't want to be discouraged. But we, I think yesterday I was saying people literally have said to us, oh, we have too many companies that look like you. It's like, are you kidding? You know, so... Yeah, I think we're all a little angry. You know, I, I go into the store and I talk to my staff and they tell me these stories and I'm like, try not to be angry, you know, because that's not going to come across great, you know. But, it, you know, it's, it's righteous indignation. We have every right to feel, wow, you've got to be kidding me. So anybody listening, if you know any editors, influencers that want a beautiful story and to talk about you know, meet the maker. We're doing a lot of vlogs these days. We have a lot of people that are attracted to Benedetta. Um, you know, we're changing some of our packaging. That's just been a constant. You know, we are not a giant corporation where, you know, we just constantly change our packaging every day. It's unsustainable to do that. But we want it to be more cohesive. So I don't like to get rid of certain products. You know, we, we've not done that. Um, we were just talking earlier, and next week we're probably putting our seaweed bath on promotion. Um, that's one, you know, that if we had a huge marketing team, we'd probably do a million dollar ad campaign on the seaweed bath by itself. But we don't do that because we don't have a million dollar <laughs> marketing campaign to do that. So <clears throat> it doesn't mean that it's any less of a precious product than anything else that we sell you know I mean our best product our best selling product is the deodorant I think our cream cleanser is second to that that makes sense because what are the things we are highly verbal about and we're highly verbal about the deodorant because it's easier skincare is not easy <laughs> to educate people about you know so and people will look at us even in the store and go yeah I already have this of course you're using something but you know let's talk let's talk about the health of your skin so um it's just been an interesting journey but i feel extremely blessed mm -hmm. yeah to have gone through everything really i mean i don't think i would embrace that um again or for anyone um but it defines who you are and there are plenty of liars out there we've seen it on a global platform how many people lie how many people you know, deceive. How many people lie by omission? They say nothing, but they but they do nothing to help. You know, it makes you a stronger person. And I think by telling this story, it makes people understand that this is a prevalent thing. Pay attention to narcissistic behavior. Those who are narcissistic, you know, don't work with them. Don't hire. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> don't hire them. Um, and be aware. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe even more importantly, even if you are falling victim to these sort of things, you can come back from it. You can. You can. Yeah. And, you know. Don't give in. <laughs> what a beautiful, positive note to end on. Well, yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that story with us now in its completion. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a very 
it's got a lot of highs and lows to it, but the fact that it has a happy ending is, you know, thank goodness that, yeah. you know, thank goodness you didn't stop and that you're, you and know, that you're still I here. I sleep good. Yeah. You know, my heart feels good. I've always, you know, in my darkest moments, that's, I, I would go, would you have it any other way? If you were, if, you know, if you were rich, if you had, right, it's all about mm-hmm. money and, and recognition and never wanted to be famous. Now I'm like, yeah, I could use a little fame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I could use recognition. This, this line deserves to be with people, you know, so um, it's interesting. So thank you for um, for telling us about it. I mean, I think that it takes a lot of courage, and so yeah. and I'm and I'm glad that you came through thank it. Thank you. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of a metaphor for life that things yeah. will happen. And what what are your choices? Yeah. It, what do you choose? Yeah, it's not what and happens I'm still to you. Learning, right? Yeah. This is cathartic for me. You, mm-hmm. you kids, you're all <laughs> kids to me, but you kids wanted me to tell this story. You know, mm-hmm. it was it was actually on a docket for a while, and every week we have other things to talk about, and I don't know if this will stimulate more conversation. You know, it's interesting, when this initially happened, I, I was saying it was a magnet, I was a magnet for other people that had gone through it, or some family member had gone through it. It was really mind-blowing. You know, that you kind of attract what you think or what you're going through. And it does create an empathy, you know. Um, yeah, I could be in the same room with this person and not get charged. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she could be in the same room with me. You know, that says a lot. Yeah. You know, but then again, we look at certain narcissists and <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing they get away with their lives. You know, you wonder how that I guess you believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, is that about it? I think so. Yeah. So, for next week, we should always end with what we're going to talk about next week. I know. Uh, I don't don't know. I don't know if we have it planned yet. I think you usually think them up, and I'm like, that's a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Or I don't know. Yeah. So Maybe I'll just, I'll spring something on you. Yeah. I'll try not to. Half of them are, are just sprung on me. Well, we'll see. (laughs) I'll give you some as much leeway as I can. Well, thank you everyone for joining us and we look forward to talking to you again next time. Thank you. Bye everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to a chat with Benedetta. You can leave us a message on the Anchor app and who knows, maybe Julia and I will answer your question on our next podcast. You can get social with us. Our Instagram is at Benedetta Skin, Facebook is at Benedetta Skincare, and Twitter is at Benedetta Skin. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you on our next podcast.